up, bitch? Hi. What up? <laughs> oh, you know. Long time no talk. Oh my god, I know. It's been like three seconds. Oh my god. Surprise. So before we forget, let's talk about the Golden State Killer. The Golden State Killer. How do you feel? This fe feeble old fuck got... He's getting, uh, you know, doing his plea today. Yep. And they're literally going case by case and making him say he admits to all of it. Yep. I watched some of it, but not all of it because I know the case pretty well. I listened to like a full on podcast about it. It was like five episodes. You actually read the book? I have only listened to the first couple of chapters. Yeah, I did read the book. So I'm pretty well versed. But yeah, I, I, they actually charged him with more murders than I thought. Yeah, 13 known murders and nearly 50 rapes. Yeah. Fuck. That they knew of. Yeah, I'm, I just pulled up the New York Times article just so I could reference numbers. But um. yeah. To me, I think that, like, I think he should have to admit to the unknown like, ones too. Yeah, because you Fucking know there same. are some. Well, I mean, I feel like some people wait until after they're sentenced and then, like, will end up doing either like an interview or like a tell-all or some shit. Which I'm not saying is a good thing, but right. Eventually, I think we will get the answer. Hopefully. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to take it to his grave. You think? Because it's, like, the one last thing now that he can control. Yeah, right? that's true. And, like, all of his crimes are about the control that he had. Yeah. And he's only admitting he did that shit so he can avoid the death penalty. Which, let's be real. You know, he. it's... I mean... I mean, he's 74. He's, not... <laughs> um, he's like, honestly, like, high-key decrepit. Um, he's not looking good. And that yeah. that's an interesting thing, though, right? So, like, when when he was arrested, he came into the courtroom, like, what, a couple days later, and he was, like, in a wheelchair, and he looked all feeble. Yeah. And Paul Holes was like, that is a joke. Yeah. Because literally, like, a few days ago, he was, was walking around, riding a motorcycle, like, completely fine, and now he's, like, acting it up. Jesus Granted, fuck. he's been in jail for two years, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I just wow. Yeah, it was the sent. He was sentenced to eleven consecutive life sentences without parole. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he deserves that. I'd say at least. Yeah, and not that I, I think mean, he's going to last more than about five of them, but no, 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 no. But, yeah, ugh, it's wild. It's very eerie. I feel like to hear him. Like they ask, they ask him, "Do you admit?" And he just like, and some of them, he just like looks at his lawyer, like, "Bro, do you not know what you're doing? Right. Like, you know, you know that you have to sit there and fucking say that you did all of that. Mm -hmm. Like, don't don't pretend like you don't know why you're there." Yeah, it's annoying. Jesus but Christ. anyways, um. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, same. I mean, I don't really have anything much else to may, add to that either. May he um, rot in hell when yep. he goes there. A billion percent. Probably not. I feel bad for his kids. Yeah. Because he has, like, what, two or three daughters yeah. that he seemed, like, close with. And I feel bad for them. Could you imagine finding out your dad is, like, one of the most prolific serial killers in history? Literally no. And, like, all of the things your dad did, like, to other people, how terrible that would be. I would literally have to change my name and move to a different state. It's kind of like, um, 
the BTK killer's daughter? Yes. She wrote, she actually wrote like a book about it. Mm -hmm. I actually would be interested to read that. Yeah, it's out, I think. I think it, yeah, I, I think it an interview. recently was uh, released. Yeah. Um, once we're done with she talks about... this series, we should oh, do that. Yeah, we should. We've never I, done a book. Yeah. That would be fun. We should. Yeah. I'm down. Um, it's interesting because in her interview, she was talking about how it's hard for her to um, to separate what her, her dad did from, like, the dad she knew growing up. Yeah. Growing up and, like, all of the things that, you know, he did with her and, like, all of the good times that they had and, like, to square that up with a man who murdered brutally, like how many people literally it's fucking bonkers i couldn't imagine no but um that is not why we're here today we are here today to talk about the first episode of trial by media which if you have not seen it it is on netflix yeah so you should pause this and go watch it now yes oh my god welcome back otherwise (laughs) you won't know what we're talking about um so first episode is about the murder of scott amador amador Mm mm-hmm Oh God, Amador. Yes. So this was this one was wild. Like so, I watched this it episode. It really, truly was. I had to watch this episode twice to I think fully really understand who was who and like what the fuck was happening. Um, yeah. So, basically, this episode is about the dangers of reality. Uh, I guess hyper reality television, yeah, like talk shows. Yeah. Um, or uh, they call it ambush television. Um, yeah. So, I mean, kind of like um, what you can imagine, like Maury, Maury. Um, Jerry Springer, you know, yeah. shit like that. Like the shit that, you know, played d- during uh, the day while you were homesick from school. Yeah, that's um, exactly what I usually think Usually before too. Judge Judy. Uh, <laughs> Sick on the ca- I used to watch Little House on the Prairie. Jesus Christ. When I was homesick. Don't judge me. Um, I know I'm a grandma. It's fine. But anyways, it used to come on like after... No, I literally would watch um, fucking Maury and uh, Montel Williams. That was my, that, those are my jam. And then I'd watch uh, fucking Judge Judy because she was shit. I mean, she still she is, is the shit. A, she is, truly. Um, so f- in the 90s, what, 1995, mm-hmm. um, there was a very popular talk show, which does not exist anymore, called The Jenny Jones Show. Yes. And on The Jenny Jones Show, they had a segment called called the secret crush yeah so they had like three friends up there Mm -hmm. and um two were men and one was a a woman and they were like can you um they asked what was his name uh schmitz what's jonathan jonathan schmitz they're like can you guess which one of them has a crush on you and he looks uncomfortable to begin with Mm -hmm. and um basically then they're like oh no it's scott scott yep you know has a has a crush on you and he's gay and surprise um, (laughs) jonathan's like oh you know like thanks but i'm not i'm not gay kind of thing like Like, he like makes a statement that like he's like into women exclusively yeah it was very awkward yeah like he's visibly like kind of uncomfortable but like and a little bit embarrassed but like i mean yeah i feel like anyone revealing professing their love to you on national television is awkward is embarrassing especially if it's not like it's not it's an unrequited kind of thing yeah an unreciprocated um just sad situation um 
but especially because they were friends but right he he doesn't seem like distraught or like he doesn't seem mad he's just kind of like okay like i like women right exactly and the three of them leave after the show they go get lunch and then like hang out like they don't none of them act like there's a huge issue anything like they interview um the platonic girlfriend (laughs) Yeah. um, Make that of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Her name's Donna. Uh, She's just like, yeah. Like we hung out and like no one acted like there was any beef or like everyone was joking around. Like we're just kicking it. Like it was what it was. Like they would before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they go home because I I think they had to like fly out to L.A. or wherever the fuck the show was. Um, Probably. um, Actually, I don't remember. Actually, me either. Either way, they had to fly to wherever the show was. Though I don't think it was L.A. Um, but, uh, three days after the show, um, Scott leaves, I guess, a suggestive note, suggestive note on Jonathan's door, um, and then Jonathan goes and buys a gun and ammo and then drives to Scott's house and proceeds to shoot him two times. Like, with a shotgun, wasn't it? Yes. Like, close range. In the chest. While just like Scott's roommate was standing literally feet away. Right there. Yeah. And doesn't he take off, I think? Yeah, he uh, deuces it and then uh, stops at a payphone and calls 911 and confesses to killing him. Um, yeah. And it says on the 911 call, like they play it, um, that yeah. he was embarrassed on national television and he was like bawling and like hysterical. Um, <laughs> Which is like, dude, come like on. You, like you to, killed a man right. because you were embarrassed. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, granted... You, I, I, I realize 1995, different time, it was, right. you know, like, it. it's not like, I mean, even today, it's, you know, people still have a hard time, like, accepting people from the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Am I missing any, any letters there? IA plus. IA plus. Okay. Um, and so I can imagine in 1995... <laughs> wasn't exactly a popular thing no um, um and i think this was more uh, they lived in a little bit more of a um conservative area town. yeah um if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken um so a little bit of background um that i took so scott was um i think they were i think they're all in their 30s or like early 30s or late 20s um scott was an army vet uh he was openly gay um everyone was super supportive of his sexuality like his family you know yeah they were all very accepting for this yeah. Um, they interview his brother a lot. Um, and then, yeah. uh, so Donna was like a mutual friend of, um, Scott and Jonathan. She's one that inter- introduced them. I believe she was Jonathan's neighbor, um, and was mm-hmm. good friends with Scott. Um, and that's how they all met, um, mm-hmm. was like outside in the parking lot of, um, Donna and Jonathan's, like where they lived. Um, and... One thing I thought was kind of wild was that um, when they were talking to Scott, when Scott's brothers interviewed, he was like, I like vividly remember like a detective looking at me because like he was one of the first people called um, mm-hmm. to identify the body and like do all that. Um, he was like, the detective like looked at me and told me that, uh, to get a lawyer and that everything was going to be a fucking media circus. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. Like the fact that like everyone was like that aware of it at the beginning Today's episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. I'm sure a lot of us have a lot more free time on our hands while we're social distancing. I know I do. Instead of watching terrible reality TV, 
try playing our favorite five-star rated mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends. It's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads. I've been playing in between Zoom meetings and baby feedings. The best thing about Best Fiends is that since it's a casual game, you can pick it up and put it down whenever you need to. They're constantly adding more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. The colors and designs of the game and the super cute characters keep us coming back for more as well. I've completed almost 300 levels, and it's my core and goal to get up to level 350. If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, because Jenny Jones was a huge show then. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the area knew that like they were on it. And they had, um, I think the family sued them, right? Sued the network? Mm-hmm. Or sued the show? Yes, they did. And they kind of tried to be like, well, we, you know, <laughs> we don't have any responsibility for what he goes and does after we record our show. Yeah, and, um... You know, they show clips from the show. Sure, Jen. (laughs) Um, But they show clips from the show. And, like, she she asks, like, these, like, probing questions um, of Scott um, in, like, the pre-interview. And it's kind of like, oh, like, what would you want to, you know, do with Jonathan if he was down? Like, um, and there's, like, a thing of, like, you know, ripping his clothes off and something about whipped cream, I believe. Like, there's, you know, a lot of... You know, like yeah. overtly sexual very jokes. Very sexual, yes. Very, um, very. And they much. play that for Jonathan after, uh, you know, the secret crush is revealed, and which makes it very awkward. Which you know is probably obviously far more embarrassing for him. Um, oh yeah. But so basically, they're saying like how, you know, liable is Jenny Jones specifically and or the network for probing right. him and making him so just mentally distraught and then they bring up um in the de- uh i guess the defense yeah um yeah that he was bipolar um he was abused as a child by his parents um and he I just thought it was reaching like yeah and he suffered from graves disease which made him like impulsive and like all this shit so did scott like push a mentally fragile person did he aggravate a man that uh and then they're like oh did, like did they he aggravate someone that came at him with a gun because when he first walked up to the house, like, he didn't have the gun in his hand, and he was kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Um, yeah. And then he goes in his car and gets the gun, and then, alleged, uh, I guess Scott, like, picked up a chair to kind of separate the space between him and... Well, yeah, wouldn't you if someone right. was pointing a shotgun at you? Like, you can't right. sit there and blame the victim. Yeah, and so the defense was trying to say that because he threw a wicker chair at him, he had the sh- shotgun shots coming? Like that—that's what they were trying to allude to, um, yeah. And so then, uh, the charge that he ends up getting is for second-degree murder. Um, and basically, all the families kind of looked at each other and were like, "Nobody really wins here." No, I mean, yeah, it's and that's the truth right there. Like, um, Jonathan actually—it says he was released after 22 years, so yeah. he was sentenced 25 to 50 he got out on a good behavior credit Mm -hmm. so he's been out since august of 2017 and he's 27 or 47 so he was young when yeah so i take my i take that back when i said that they were in their 30s (laughs) 
Yeah, so they were in their, what, mid-20s? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Scott's family did sue the show, um, basically citing, uh, for $50 million, citing that, like, this absolutely would have never happened if the show never happened. Um, well. Even though you have to... I don't to, know how I feel about that. Yeah, you have to apply to be on the show. You have to agree to be on the show. It's, like, a thing. Right. Um, and that kind of brings me back to the culpability of the, like the Jenny Jones show. Um, yeah. because the, I guess one of the biggest things are like that the show was arguing in this, uh, lawsuit was that literally, again, you have to sign a contract to be on the fucking show. You have to apply. I agree. You're agreeing. Um, and then also, um, in regards to Jonathan, when they say, Hey, like we, we have a secret crush for you. It could be a guy or a girl. Like, so you know. Yeah, you're. Like, it's it not a guarantee of what you're getting. What's gonna you know get I mean? more ratings, <laughs> right? Right. So you know the the show has a lot of legal mumbo jumbo and whatever to make them a, as non liable as possible, basically. I mean, do you think that they're liable? Honestly, no. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah. I mean, that might be kind time. of a hot take, but like. No, I don't think it is. I I mean, maybe I mean, it's trash TV. Right, and it's it like is what it and is. like you you know by signing up to be on that show and a, signing a waiver or whatever to be on that television show, you're going to be embarrassed probably in some capacity. I mean, it's like the people who go on like Maury, like what do you what are you expecting? Yeah, like the are you the father or are you not the father? Like you y'all know what you're signing up for. <laughs> You're, you're signing up to have someone throw a chair at you. You know what I mean? Like, it's one right. of those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You're, in some capacity, you're going to be so. entertainment fodder for the greater American public. <laughs> yeah. Um, whether like it's it you not. have a new girlfriend or boyfriend or you're embarrassed. Yeah. The, you know there's no in-between. Like. Truth. Why are, why are you putting yourself in that situation? I, uh, but at the yeah. same time, I do also see how... The, you know, obviously the show's edited such to make it look worse, to make it more entertaining, and, and more prodding to make it more entertaining. They, yeah, maybe they should have had like some other safeguards or something put into place. Like maybe I don't know. I don't know either. Just like more of like a mental health balance, or I think everyone needs to see a fucking uh, psychiatrist before they go on that show. I know. And then they're assigned uh, one afterwards. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but overall, though, I think that that episode was the most um, interesting one. Okay. On the series. Right. Um, As I haven't seen it all yet, so. It's very sad, um, obviously, like, and it's very sad after when they're talking with the family because obviously they're just like, well, you know, he's dead. Like, we don't ever get to see him again. And why? Yeah. Like, for what? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It, it Nothing good. Bonkers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, another man was embarrassed to enough to commit a crime. Right. I mean, to commit murder. Right. Like, you and he has to live with that. I mean, 22 years in jail, sure, but he has to live with that fact that he murdered a man. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder now, like, with all the hate crime laws and stuff, if that would have been considered a hate crime. I don't in, know. No. Because... And not, you know, not then, but now. Yeah, and I think that probably also would have depended where they lived. 
Um, oh, that's true. I mean, if they were from, like, a more conservative area, then... Right. I would expect to not. Yeah, and it's funny yeah. how all those conservative areas just don't like to think that hmm. people get... Um, their <laughs> People are targeted because of their race, religion, or sexual preferences. Wow, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Um... Oh, hi, Harlow. Harlow's joining. We have a guest star named Harlow, honey. Oh my god, hello. Hi, <laughs> squishy. Oh my goodness, that face. <laughs> so squishy. Um, um, I think that's yeah. our cue, but... <laughs> it is. I guess I have to go to, like, mom and stuff now. Yeah, and I mean, same. But, I mean, to a, you know, furry dum-dum. <laughs> He's cute. He is. Um, so, watch that. Trial by Media... Um, first episode, if you haven't. Next week, we'll um, talk about number two. Yes, I can't remember off the top of Um, I think number two actually is so sad. Oh, shit. Um, and it's very relevant to, like, the things that we're talking about now in this time, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that in episode two is the death of an um, unarmed um, young black man. Um, Perfect. Who was murdered by police in the stoop of his fucking apartment. Oh so, my god. So yeah, that is quite fitting for Yep. Wow. Yeah, so um thank you for listening. Please yes. rate, review, subscribe. Um Monday we'll be back at you with the regular episode and I think that's it. Yep, good. Bye. Okay. Bye.